trending news right now. At 10 minutes past four, let's get right into it. What are the hashtags? What are the news-making topics? Adekunle Ola be joining us to find out. And uh, he is researcher, analyst, journalist, and social commentator. How are you today, Ade? Um, hi, uh, morning, Asanda. I'm doing uh, much better than before, but I'm doing I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Where are you today? Because I know when you hop from one place to another. <laughs> um, at the moment, right now, we in the Delta. Uh, we took a trip to the southeast Nigeria, where we have, um, which is known um, for the, the some sort of terror from the unknown gunmen in that side. So, but we were able to avoid the situation, and the law enforcement are uh, looking into the the issue now there. But um, we're but we we safe now. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I'm glad to hear that you are safe. Um, somebody who's not so safe, basketball player Brittany Griner, who moved or has been moved to a Russian penal colony. And this colony is known for its harsh conditions as prisoners are forced to work there. So she is a jailed African-American basketball player who was found guilty of drug possessions last uh, month. It's, it's it's quite it's quite an unfortunate uh, situation that that, that she, she's 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 been uh, subjected to, and uh, knowing that um, there's been quite a few remarks on social media. Um, speculations, I would I would say in, that she's been used. Um, as an opportunity uh, in this uh, political case, now the the case is being uh, tagged as a political um, case between Russia and and the United States of, of America, and and knowing that um, looking at the plea that has been been pushed by her lawyers, I just still feel like she's been treated um, as a hardened criminal, uh, in my opinion. And it, I feel this is something that um, we need to begin to look into. And it's, it's just quite unfortunate that she's in, in this situation there in, in Russia and being caught in the, in the crossfire between two nations, I would say. So she was arrested at Moscow airport. What did they find in her possession? What drugs? And there is a vape that um, that is uh, cannabis infused, and that was found on her. And 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 she is. I mean, I feel like knowing that she's come from the United States and in some states in the U.S. where it is still it is legal for them to have that. And how could she uh, not have known? Um, she could have played the ignorance. And and she also did mention that she she packed in a rush, but still that didn't cut it. And and the Russians are not they're not um, taking that as an excuse still. So, I mean, she is, as you say, she, she's pleaded guilty and she has said that she did make a mistake. As you say, she said she was packing in a rush and all of that. Her legal team saying that she had been prescribed cannabis for pain relief. Would it be infused in a vape if it was for pain? Um, yeah, it it could it could be because um, knowing that um, um, it, you know the the vapor technology is, is is pretty much advanced, and they some have nicotine in them, and some does have the cannabis um, um, oil and different different flavors that people would uh, would prefer. And I think knowing that um, even if she uses it with the vape, it could still work. It could still numb the pain, as as mm-hmm. been as has been um, suggested by a lawyer still. And her legal team also saying that they don't have any information on her exact current location or her final destination. Is that normal for the legal team to not have that information? 
it is not normal and um and that's also one of one of the reasons why on social media everyone is pointing hands at the at the russian side um knowing that um this case is not as um as it's not as I would say the the penal code on this offense. She's been she's been treated like she's um, a suicide bomber or or something. I would say, and it ends why the reaction it's it's just been. It's also been received so well, and from mostly from my fans and fellow countrymen and everyone in in general. I just really worried why she's been treated this way, and um, it's more like she's in, in she's been in a seclusion and and not knowing her whereabouts is also quite worrying. And and I think not everyone can do much right now than to draw the attention of the international organizations like the UN and to see how they can help her in this case. Yeah definitely quite harsh. I mean, yes, of course, if cannabis is not allowed into the country, that's a a law that she went against and she's pleaded guilty. She's not lying about that. But uh, cannabis-infused vape for pain relief, as you say, to be equated to somebody who's, you know, committed atrocious crimes like killing people or being uh, a bomber, that's a bit harsh, extremely harsh and unfair. And because she's African-American, I guess that's going to raise questions around whether this is racism again. Now we're going to go back to that. She's going through the most. She's a two-time Olympic gold medalist. What will this mean for her legacy? Do you think it will have much of an impact in terms of the international community? I think it would it would definitely have uh, an impact, but maybe not uh, that much because um, cannabis is is I'm not entirely sure if it's if it's also prohibited from from active athletes as well, and and they might have time where they might be on break and when they're not um, participating in any competition, and but when is the time for for them to participate in the games, they might not they might be exempted from using it. Um, I think. It, it might not have much impact knowing that the the case is not um um if you look at the weight of that offense it's 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 not as, as it's not as as bad as is being taken in the, on the russian side which is something that is really worrying and we can only hope the, the biden administration knowing that they're not in the good books with the russians and that will really also make it difficult for any negotiation on a release um, in, in this um, uh, situation. All right, let's move to Kenya or maybe Kenya, South Africa. It's both because Kenyans can now travel visa free to South Africa. And uh, this new dispensation said to be starting in 2023. Um, it is it is um, it's, it's a good news. And and I've always been uh, a big fan of visa free for all Africans to move around the continent. And it's just something that um, this is good development, I would say, because in West Africa, it is uh, much easier for me right now to travel to to Ghana, to Cote d'Ivoire or Senegal, unlike you from South Africa, to do that, and which I find to be worrying. And with Kenya and South Africa to to have actually forged out this um, type of relationship is something good. It simply means there's hope for other countries uh, to begin to look at these opportunities, uh, knowing that this is a continent that has been pushing for an Africa free trade movement. And that will never happen if we don't have a visa-free movement to 
trade as well. And knowing that Kenya is a powerhouse in the Eastern Bloc and also South Africa being the powerhouse in the Southern Bloc, this is this could mean so much more, um, not just for the two regions, but for the continent at large. Yes, so there certainly it is, is a good move. There are benefits to this. We can note tourism. We can note uh, strengthening of economic and political cooperation in addition to what you've already mentioned. But what could the challenges be? Um, the, the, the challenge would also will we'll always remain um, and uh, the obvious, which is um, um, illegal migration and economic migrants as well. And that has always been um, an issue, not just to South Africa, even to the United Kingdom, to even to other European countries as well. And that is something that uh, I, I would want to believe the two countries, we have to also consider uh, having to see um, opportunities and exploitation of that opportunity as well. Um, uh, it, it's something that um, could be a challenge. Um, a migrant that will be uh, flocking to the region for economic reasons and and that is also something that um, they could look into and and try to see that everyone that will be um, using this opportunity should use it for the right reasons and not exploit it. Well, yeah, I think that will be something that the two presidents, Osama Ramaphosa and Kenya's William Ruto, will have to look into closely. That the two leaders also just returning from COP27. Uh, what views did they share, share around that, around our carbon emissions and moves to a zero carbon economy? Um, it's the, the COP27, it's, it's, it's been dominating headlines as well. And we've seen um, African leaders um, um, having conversations and also pledging uh, how they can uh, slowly move away from uh, from fossil fuel like uh, South Africa. And we know that is a country that is hugely dependent on, on coal. And, and the President Ramaphosa has been working towards how to really move into a transition from that sort of energy and we can only hope that um, all these promises have been put into action and funding where were, were signed and um, countries have also pledged that they would um, go back and, and try to see how they can cut back on this uh, carbon emission from, from their respective industries as well. As we talk of funding agreements that have been signed, uh, South Africa has signed a loan agreement with the countries of France and Germany amounting to 600 million euros. This is about 10.7 billion rand to support South Africa's move away from its reliance on coal. The president had uh, mentioned earlier that uh, the country will need about 1.7 trillion US dollars as a figure. So what are your thoughts there in terms of us uh, gaining 10.7 billion? Which other countries could step forward and uh, I guess maybe patch the deficit or are we in your thoughts going to just continue with this and make it stretch 10.7 billion? I think I think South Africa has, um, I mean, we can go to Russia now knowing the situation on that side. I think South Africa could still look up to China and we could also um, look at uh, friends in the Middle East as well, knowing that we have great relationships in that side. And But knowing that this deal has been, uh, is in the works and it's been signed and we, we can see... Um, 
I think we can say that there is light at the end of a tunnel after all, knowing that we've been battling with uh, low shedding back to back and at least we can have some sort of um, hope that um, these funds should be used for the purpose that which they were um, um, taken for. And I think we, we can actually expect some sort of uh, um, de more development in terms of the energy and um, which of course would um, contribute to the um, economy and also upscale the economy as well in, in the country. So I think it's a good move from the from the president and, and knowing that um, we are looking for um, a way out of the of the low shedding and this is one of the um, solutions that we should be expecting. Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy in the country had said that uh, 8.5 billion U.S. dollars that was allocated to South Africa for the same cause last year was too little. So as far as leadership is concerned, do you think they view these signing of agreements as not causes for celebration but moves in the right direction? I, I I totally agree. It is it is in, it's, it's it's if you look at um, well I, I'm not an engineer I wouldn't have been able to see the quotation that they might have received. But also the worrying part also is that um, we we've seen how allegations you know from the politicians from the ruling party and from the the obvious that are there from the covid um, departments that are also been found wanting as well and one could raise an eyebrow when they say certain amount of money is so little and i mean as compared to what exactly and knowing that um well we need to be transparent i would i would i mean my opinion would be uh, much more transparency in allocation of these funds to to the purpose at which they were uh, actually uh, meant for and and that accountability is we're expecting that from the government too we, we don't want to um, receive these loans and now um and got to now see scandals coming out of it at the end of the day, then that is more problems because we still have to pay back the loan um, through taxpayers as well. And um, it's still not, uh, it's, it's not, it's not time to celebrate yet. I would say when we start seeing the results, then we can begin to celebrate, in my, in my opinion. All right, uh, let's go back to Russia as we were talking about the basketball player. They've ordered uh, the troops to withdraw from Ukraine's Kherson city. Kherson being the only regional capital seized by President Vladimir Putin's troops since the start of war. Um, this this um, sudden decision from Russia uh, has been receiving quite a lot of um, attention, on, and I had to take it down. Um, I had to even change my IPs at some point, try to see what conversation has been held in the international community around it. And quite a lot of people didn't really trust this decision. And they feel like the, there are still some troops that would be left behind. And that is what is really of concern, that what does this mean? Is this a total evacuation or there will still be some occupiers of this um of russians um in this place or what exactly it's it's it does this mean and i'll break it down and mm -hmm. uh, knowing that um russia has been in in ukraine this part of ukraine since the beginning of the war and and what what exactly does this mean for them and why now and it, it's just 
questions after questions. But we've also seen the minister also did mention that they they actually agreed to this conclusion and to 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 decide to take these troops out of the out of the place. And 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 but still questions were like we are we having all the soldiers being removed or we only having is a fraction of the troops being removed uh, from Kherson um, city in, in in Ukraine uh, Elon Musk let's move on over Musk. to uh, there where Elon Musk is killing Twitter's official badge that official blue badge that you see there and the gray uh, check mark and this is just hours after launch. What's happening here? Well, he obviously is going to shake things up. We know there will be changes with him, but uh, let's talk more on this one. <laughs> yeah, this is um, it's, it's it's just got us wondering what more is going to happen uh, with with Twitter, and I think we should expect more changes. And and everyone has been saying that they want the edit button, and that's all they care about right now. And if uh, Elon Musk can give us the edit button, and with this gray um, um, badge being being killed, it's I'm I'm not entirely sure what is the the, the logic behind it, but I but I also think that maybe with time we will have to get used to this. We just have to be prepared for more surprises that will be coming from Twitter, and and we all know um, the Elon Musk being the genius as he is, he's, he has promised to to turn things around with Twitter, and we should um, we should just wait patiently and maybe grab some popcorns and just wait for this um, surprises, and and I think there'll be more coming as we as um, we've seen with this um, gray badge and I just want to see the uh, edit button and maybe more characters and and, and also remove our boat as well on Twitter as people have been also been clamoring for these uh, changes on, on the platform. Okay, so this official badge or the blue check mark, it was previously anyone could get it if you are able to pay $8 per month and he's saying now the blue check mark will be for government accounts commercial companies, business partners, major media outlets, publishers, and some public figures. Not all public figures. That also is interesting to me. Some public figures, how will he decide? How do you think? Um, yes, there will be have to be a criteria, and and this criteria would will probably be more. I think more information needs to be like some more further information needs to still be shared around this because there needs to be a criteria on how you select these uh, profiles, and and someone that is so famous in Africa may not be that famous in 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 the other part of the world. And how do you now begin to verify and be able to say exactly who this person is? Mm. And knowing that with with social media now there's been a lot of clone accounts and i think it is really critical for them to to really dwell more in with more details around this and otherwise it's going to be more chaos imagine people with blue uh, verified button now now losing them all of a sudden and um it will not sit well i don't know how they're going to deal with it do you think these changes are necessary Oh well, it's um, it's it's. I think some of them are. I mean, like for example, maybe not with the badges and uh, and the blue mac, but I think with the boats, it's it's really annoying. And like for for me, because I travel a lot and. I have to always kick, get kicked out and also have to verify every now and then. And and it's just really not, I know it's security re- reasons, but they are not so smart and with the boat. And um, it's something that they need to look into. It's really annoying for me as a person. Yeah.
Okay, well, let's leave it on that note. Uh, and uh, thanks again for your time. Always appreciating these chats. Um, I don't know if we'll chat with you tomorrow. We'll see if you have time to chat to us tomorrow as well. But if we don't, uh, have a great weekend. Yeah, thank you, Asanda. I'll try to make it for tomorrow. It will be nice to be back on the show tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks again. Enjoy your Thursday. You. Have it uh, thriving. Adekunle Owalabi, researcher, analyst, journalist, and social commentator, discussing what's happened in the world of hashtags and newsmaking uh, topics in the last 24 hours. Our time now is half past four. Here is Queen with Bohemian Rhapsody.